This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. All right, well, let's go. Hey, welcome to the Two Bobs. I'm Rob. Rob. And I'm Robert. And you're listening to episode 232 for Monday, November 13th, 2023. <laughs> this week on the Two Bobs, we're going to talk about, as always, the beer we're drinking. We're also going to talk about uh, other random shit. I don't know. Neither of us remembers what that sounded like. It was a long time ago. But we actually have a list of the crazy news stories that we talked about, including That's unique good. milkshake flavors, a naked airport man, a faster commute, Code H, a boat robber, and a peanut allergy. And that's that. <laughs> that's the episode. <laughs> Not get much more than that. Yeah, we'll see that. So it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded, and, and, and I'd ask you, you know, what you've been up to and what's going on. But we literally we talked for twenty seven, twenty eight minutes almost before we started recording here. So we're all caught up. Well, Robert and I are all caught up with each other. Yeah. So thankfully, and, you don't uh, need to sit through that. Yeah. So you you all don't need to sit through that. Everything is great. We were just talking about how how easily. Everything is happening right now. Everything is super smooth and great and perfect. Right. And Couldn't be better. Nothing to complain or bitch about whatsoever. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Everything's cool finally or mostly cool and we're going to get there. But that's why we're here. We're here to have yeah. some have some beer and, and talk about some crazy shit and kind of forget about our own crazy shit for a little bit. I mean, that's what we do this podcast. Earlier, mm-hmm. Harrison mentioned like... But like what you know, Dad? You know, when I get home from work every day, it's like, can you help me with this? Can you do this? Can you help? Mm-hmm. Can you prove? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? He's been waiting all from the kids, and I, and I told Harrison, I said, listen, I got to record a podcast. He goes, well, you don't have to record the podcast. I said, listen, this is the one thing that I do that's outside of my daily fuck. I didn't say fuck, <laughs> but grind. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I do have to do the podcast. And by the way, we skipped a couple weeks. So right. was it two weeks we skipped? I don't even remember. Just one this time. But it feels like two weeks. It was one week. Right. Nonetheless, I'm like, no, I'm going to do, I'm going to do the podcast and everything else is going to be okay. Right. And so it's the only thing I have are. in my life. That's fun. Harrison, give me, give me this. It's the only thing I, <laughs> I mean, only thing I enjoy. It's, not, it's not that far from the truth. Although by the time uh-uh. this this episode uh, will air, is uh, so so this weekend. Yeah. And, and, and again, if you listen to the episode, it'll be last weekend. Um, I have the boom, our, our biannual boom rental this time to put up the Christmas lights. Yeah. And uh, super listener Dave is going to come and uh, help me with that, and I'll have to feed him some beer or something like that, and some maybe some food, but I don't know. Weren't you going to get the offered, LED he, ones? Didn't we talk about that, or was that on a thing where they so could we, leave them well, up full year, and then you could just turn them on? Like whatever. the permanent lights. Yeah. We, we, I, we did talk about it, but um, it, was, like it was more or less it was vetoed. <laughs> She's like, I don't want lights on the house all year long. I'm like, well, what if you don't really see them? She's like, but you do kind of see them. So th- that didn't work. Only if they're red and green. Only, you can make them any color you want. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. You can, whatever color you want, you can make it that color for the holidays. But, you know, Kelly, Kelly, she likes the like the bigger bulbs oh, and yeah, stuff. And, and I have the icicle lights right yeah. now. Um, and the icicle lights are a big pain in the ass because you got as you're putting them up, you got to like pull on every strand and untangle them yeah, and yeah, stuff, and they're sucks. big pain in the ass. So and and they were starting to like go. Luckily, I had like an extra strand. I, I was constantly, I've been constantly for the last couple of years, like pulling light bulbs off of it and replacing yeah. it and stuff like that. So this year, I'm like, we got to get new ones. So I got some new LED light bulbs. They're they're like bigger bulbs, but yeah. they're LEDs and and they're and they're going to be fine and way easier to put up than the icicle lights. So yeah. so that'll be nice. Well, that's good. Yeah, I like the bigger bulbs. So I gotta. I got a side with her there. The big bulbs are the way to go. And I don't put any lights up. We put them up around our porch, but that's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah. For, for us, it's more, it's more for the kids, I'll yeah. be honest with you. like and The first year we moved into the house, we didn't. The first Christmas, we didn't put lights on the house. And uh, and, and the kids were, were not, not happy or impressed. 
<laughs> with the lack of effort. And, but I'm like, we have like five neighbors right now. So what do we fucking care about lights? It's all for um, you. But now, now it's different. So I'm yeah. like, all right, we'll go up there. We'll put the lights up every year. And in the spring, I'll rent the boom again and we'll take them down. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's Friday. Luckily, it's supposed to be like maybe 50 degrees. It's not supposed to rain here in Michigan on Friday. Um, Super no listener snow. Dave's coming over to help. And, uh, and then I'm, I'm going to help him on Saturday, put his up then. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then we have two other neighbors that are going to split out on Sunday to split the costs. Those things are, those 50 foot booms are fucking expensive to rent. So I'm like, you know what? We'll get a couple, we'll get like four, four parties in on it. Yeah. And then that'll help, you know, split the cost up. So, so. you got to drive it over to his house then? I don't know if we're, I, mean, you tell I don't it. know I if know I'm going to drive it to his boom. house or, because he's got a pickup truck if he's yeah. going to drive it when he yeah. leaves here on Friday. It, either one. Either way, it doesn't really matter. We'll get it over. <laughs> Who paid for house. the insurance? That's the person that's got to drive it. Well, it's in my name. Let's see. <laughs> so maybe I should be the one that actually drives it to his yeah. house. Like, I'm okay having neighbors use it yeah. on their front yard. Right. Like, it's, you know, what could happen? <laughs> you know, but... Uh, yeah, take it out onto the main road. Maybe I should be the one to do that. Well, good idea. we'll see what happens. Oh, well. Nonetheless. Well, shit. One thing that'll go good with putting up your Christmas lights is some beer. Let's do it. Hey, bartender, another beer! Hanging out and having some beers with friends, which I gladly do, know. and which I fully embrace. We drank beer, uh, my friends drop. and I, the boys That's and girls. a really long drop. I liked beer. Still like Trump. beer. I was surprised at how vocal he was about the fact that he likes beer. Man, he is just getting freaking just <laughs> roasted, roasted Dragged. on TikTok because of his behavior in the courtroom. Like he he's trying to turn it into like a political show, yeah. and the judge is like, "No, this is a courtroom." Like, yeah, like it's. I'm not a. Yeah, it's it's crazy. That guy's that guy's so unhinged. It's not even funny. But yeah. Uh, Anyway, before one more, I, one more chapter, before, we'll if, see how if it all we, goes. If we have any MAGA listeners even left on the show, <laughs> right. maybe we should move on to beer. <laughs> what are you drinking? So, so this week I'm going to our friends over at Dark Horse, yeah. and I, I gotta find. I gotta. Dark Horse was like the first beer that kind of, and, and I probably talked about this on the show before. That like, like the first craft beer that I had that I was like, oh, this is different than Bud Light and and good. Um, and so like I, dark horse and I go way the fuck back. And, uh, so I'm bringing them back this week. I stopped, I stopped on my way home from work today. I was like, oh shit, I need a beer. So I stopped at, uh, on the way, on the way in and, and they have Buscemi. a decent, they have an okay beer selection. They don't have an awesome beer selection, but it's okay. And I found this one and this is the plead the fifth s'more. And so like, the the plead the fifths the plead the fifths it's it's like one of those like same thing as like KBS or or um or Dragon's Milk so this is their like barrel aid series right yeah. so this is the plead the fifth the s'more variety and it's a barrel aged uh um let's see here what the fuck is it ah. hold on a second. it's uh I'm looking at the can it's a bourbon barrel aged uh, Russian Imperial Stout so it's Russian Imperial Stout. I'm 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 thinking I'm going to taste some booze in this one just because of that. But uh, since here aromo, aroma aromas, it's <laughs> a new word for you. Aromas of dark fruits, chocolate, caramel, and roast. A Russian imperial stout, you know and love, with the added aromas of chocolate, graham cracker, roasted marshmallows, and your favorite campfire. Fire. Adding the s'more flavor made this already complex and lovable beer. Even more so. 11% alcohol by volume, 41 IBUs. Pairs well with stout chili. I don't know what stout stout chili is. I've never had it. I'd like some, though. Burgers, okay. And a winter tailgate with friends. So uh, here we are with the the Plead the Fifth s'more. Not s'mores, but s'mores. A single s'more. Oh, just um, weird. (laughs) From Dark Horse. And I'm going to drink it, and I'm going to tell you how I like it. And then I think we've had dark. I haven't had dark horse so many times that I won't tell you about all the times we've had it on the show. There's been a couple times, but here we are. Here we are. I'm going to drink it nonetheless. And on the nose, um, definitely I, I smell the chocolate, a little bit of smokiness on the nose. So we'll see if it comes through on the tongue. Alexa, what is this doubt, Jen? 
And it is, it is dark. Stout dark chili is a hearty, flavorful dish made with stout beer and chipotle peppers, creating a smoky and robust flavor profile. It is a thick and hearty like stew it. like chili made with stout beer. Yeah. Okay, I try it once. Um, it's it's kind of like it says in the in the in the description. Yeah. Um, you know, it's you get the smokiness, so a little bit of smokiness, not too much. A lot of the chocolate. I don't know if I necessarily get the other flavors like the marshmallow, yeah. the graham cracker. I'm definitely getting the chocolate, though. Um, a lot of booziness, as I would expect from an Imperial Stout or a Russian Imperial Stout, particularly. Um, pretty good beer. I did rate it a four on Untapped. Um, I, I, I lo- I'm going to lock it in at four. I had already rated it, and I thought mm, maybe it should go up to four and a quarter, but I think I'm going to stick at four. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good beer. Um, so if you can get it, it's a decent beer. Um, you know, I think that it's one of those that maybe Founders, New Holland, Southern Tier would have done better. Yeah. Um, but uh, nonetheless, it's a good beer, and uh, if you like a dark, thick, boozy beer, um, this will definitely, uh, this will definitely give you what you're looking for. So, anyways, mm-hmm. it's the uh, it's the plead the fifth s'more from Dark Horse Brewing Company. I've had Dark Horse a couple times on the show. Starting with episode 35, pumpkin spice, all the things. I had a tunilla. Uh, episode 45, Robert Kilimowski. Robert I had a Kilimowski. Thirsty Trout Porter, episode 47, we'll do it live. That one time we tried to do it live. <laughs> uh, I had a Trace Blueberry Stout, episode 98, Voluptuous Finale. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't like a finale that's voluptuous? I had an Amaretto Bourbon Barrel Aid Scotty Karate. That's a very long name. Episode wow. 129, Smells Like Coronavirus. <laughs> Man, we're going back. Uh, <laughs> I had a... Check the head cream ale in episode 199, Grinch Fight. I had a raspberry <laughs> ale from Dark Horse. And raspberry ale is that first kind of, um, is that first kind of, uh, uh, um, uh, like craft beer that I had that yeah. really kind of turned me on to craft beer. So I will give Dark Horse Brewery, you know, I've never had a beer that I'm like from them that I'm like, oh shit, that's a five. Like it's a delicious beer, but it's a, it's a, con- they're consistent. They're consistent around that, like upper threes, the low fours, yeah. uh, you know, threshold. They, they, they do a good job with it. And so I can't hate on them for that. They turn me on to craft beer. It's yeah. a good one. That sounds good. And I, I like, I like, I those. got a four, I got a four pack, six pack, yeah. four pack. I got a four pack and I'll drink the whole thing. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, Finnegan I, I think you're passed. Is he? Finnegan's passed out next to me right now. <laughs> he is just gone, right, Finn? Well, now you woke him up. It's not even. No, I didn't. That's the thing. I just said his name, and he didn't even look up at me. Let's, let's make too, sure he's still alive. Finnegan, you okay? Good boy. He's too tired. Treat. Want treat. Go pace. I'm going for a walk. Oh, oh, he just looked up. Sorry, you're not. You're, it's not happening. Sorry. Oh no. I, I, I feel a little bit bad for that one because he, <laughs> he immediately like jumped up. I was like, oh, we're going for no. Sorry. Is that hey, you want a hot dog? It's not happening. Good boy, lay down, go sleep. All right, sorry. He's a good boy though. <clears throat> I'm gonna. I don't know if he's a good boy. I wish I had something like that, but I'm gonna go back to our friends at Drecker Brewing Company that have not Solid. been to Drecker in a while, and neither have you. And and thankfully for our, our friend listener, listener uh, Jeff, not not the other Jeff, but the other listener Jeff, uh, that this is not a sour or, an, or a fruity beer. It's just their Dangerous Nights Crew uh, Pale Ale, India Pale. It says New England Hazy Pale Ale. It's five point five percent alcohol by volume, so it is fairly light compared to what I've what I've been drinking. And I had it was either this one, and I, I'm glad I checked. I haven't had it on episode. Or one other one upstairs, and the other one that I had was a giant bottle at fourteen percent, and I don't know that I, I would have been able to get through that on a, on a Tuesday. So I'm going to go at this one. <laughs> um, it is. Let me find my screen here. Yeah, I there you go. So it. it's nice and yellow, like you oh, can there. see. Uh, it's, very yellow. It's, it's a it's a good looking uh, IPA uh, look to it. It is got some haze to it. Five point five percent alcohol by volume, and I I tend to like the fruity ones. Uh, that got a bit of a, the citrus to it, and from what I remember of this one, I have had it separately. Uh, I don't remember that it had a whole lot of fruit, but the, the Untapped tells us that our buds from Oliphant Brewing came to vi- visit. Let's see. Untapped tells us that our buds from Oliphant Brewing came to visit, and over some beers and sloppy steaks, we discovered our mutual love of slicked back hair 
and a shared desire to use talus hops in a crushable pale ale. So we got right to work in Dangerous Night's crew, a hazy pale ale hopped with Centennial, Mosaic, Talus, Azaka, and Enigma was born. 5.5% alcohol by volume. And you notice it says nothing about fruits. <laughs> but I don't think you're going to get a whole lot of fruit in this one, Robert. No. And I don't smell any in there. It just it just smells pale ale. It smells ale. It smells IPA. It's it's got that that scent to it. Not pulling any any fruit. And what I remember is it probably doesn't have a lot. But let's see. It's very and and looking back as I scroll back through and find my my previous review, I, I find it's very earthy. It's very. And maybe that's with the talus hops. I really wish I knew what what that was. It's like <laughs> it's like eating pine cones or chewing on on pine. Like it's got that kind of. Not really. You're not really selling. I'm this, not Robert. really selling it, and that's on purpose because <laughs> it's decent. Um, it tastes like fucking pine cones. Well, <laughs> it's decent if you like pine cones. Listen, <laughs> if you're a fan of eating dirt and pine cones and in 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 pine needles. Uh, then this is the beer for you. It's more earthy <laughs> than fruity. It's, it's you know it doesn't have tropic. It doesn't have like earth. You know pineapple <laughs> or it doesn't have uh-huh. Uh-huh. any of those like orange pineapple. The it doesn't like it IPAs doesn't have any of the things that you like that about like. IPAs. No, gotcha. no, it it really doesn't. <laughs> um, if you if you want a, a a pretty basic IPA that does have some more of that earthy feel to it that's <laughs> an earthy beer i just can't get over this i don't Sorry, know what i don't know how to let me i'm gonna scroll through some of the uh <laughs> just missed this yeah see just missed the slop if you were eat, drinking this and eating a, a steak it probably would taste delicious um but yeah it's weird there's there there are some almost oh there's a three and seven eights there's three and a half three and yeah three and seven eights again um, four. I don't. I don't quite go to four. They pay extra. They pay extra front tap to Three give that seven, review, eights. though. I wonder if it would taste better. There's not really any reviews. <laughs> oh, p- passable. You give on tap forty dollars. It'll taste better. I might. Um. So I see this <laughs> Every one. Every year we talk about this. By the way, sorry. Continue. Continue. From, this is this is your time. This is your beer review. Earthy. Earthy IPA. Earthy. Uh, yeah. From my friend at Make Beer Great Again MBGA on Untapped. He says, passable, hazy, unmemorable. And that is about where I'm at. I, I will finish this. I have had either a two or a four pack before. Um, thankfully, haven't had it on an episode because, like I said, I don't know that I would have been able to drink that giant bottle of the uh, 14%. And I, I'm going to rate it at three and a half. It's, it's, it's again, it's decent. I'll, I'll finish okay. it. Um, not going to be anything that I would I would seek out and buy again, and it, it doesn't even really come close to that. Um, so yeah, three and a half, unfortunately, from our our friends at Drecker, and I I've had Drecker on the on the episodes. Uh, TTB one fifty nine. Do you electric? I don't know if oh. you remember, remember that episode. I had that was a good one. I had the lemon meringue pie. That was, that was much better than this episode. <laughs> secret pie handshake milkshake. <laughs> IPA, which was which was quite delish. Uh, then mm-hmm. I had the on uh, TTB one sixty seven domestic taco battery, which sounds oh, delicious yeah. too. It's, it's I had a brains double fruit yet, smoothie sour. Uh, one seventy one fart jar. I had the slang du jour blueberry cheesecake, which was which was fantastic. The next week one seventy two glitter assault. I had the chonk rainberry oh. rainbow sherbet smoothie sour. 177 random bum tattoo. <laughs> the brains. Uh, raspberry, raspberry, raspberry. Random bum tattoo. Uh, the very next episode, no wonder uh, listener Jeff was not happy. Snack rack urinal. I had the uh, brains. Blackberry guava lemonade smoothie sour, which wasn't that. I didn't like really like the lemon in there. 183 rusty milk. I had the carrot cake. Uh, 184. So it really was a lot. I had the apricot shortbread cookie smoothie yeah. sour. 186 rogue pot yeah, I, i'm done i I've, I've had a lot of these and there were a lot of them back to back where i think i pretty much had every single one that they 
that they've come yeah. out with. I've had some too. You didn't get to those ones, but I, yeah, I've I'm had scroll- oh, there too. you are. T- TTB210 punched in the punum. You had the midnight <laughs> snack. Oh, punched in the punum. Uh, one, 217 to Cheese King. You had re- imminent return of Lord Doomsickle, which I really wanted. And then you had the smoother die. Oh, that one was good. That was the chocolate or peanut did, butter. That was really good. That one was really good. That 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 brought up the whole uh, crunchier smooth debate. But anyhow, this one this one falls flat, unfortunately. But uh, I'll finish it and be fine with that. It happens. But never again. It happens. There. It is. I like fear. Still like fear. Oh, wrong one. I was going to say that that's a different drop. <laughs> oh, good old Bardo Kavanaugh. Well, we haven't decided on who picks this one. And I, I thought this one was interesting based off of our story last episode about the uh, yeah. about the way that the, the Chinese guy, I guess it was, made made beer in China. And this one seemed well, he like... Peed in, he peed in the, the <laughs> vat of, of beer. That's probably what happened with this Drecker I had. I think that's probably why it tastes earthy. There's urine in it. It's, urine is very earthy. I've heard. I've never, I've never drank <laughs> I urine. Know. I don't know about you. Now they I tell know. you about that, and the, you know, the, the, uh, if you're somewhere and you need to survive, that's what I was looking for. That you could do that. And I, I think yeah. that I would rather not survive than than drink that. I heard a, I heard a story. Uh, did you, did you ever take boater <laughs> like boaters safety? No. In 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 element, or I think it was middle school. I don't live on the Great Lakes, Rob. We've never taken that. So so it, never taken that. I sound like I, I sound remember like taking else. a border safety course in school, and and I will say this: like they don't do it anymore because yeah. Colin hasn't done a border safety course. Yeah, but having a border safety course, so they had somebody from outside come in and do a multi-day border safety course of everybody <laughs> in in seventh grade. <laughs> when I was in middle school, just in case, and they gave you like a border safety like certificate, so yeah. you could drive a boat. And, and and again, they don't do it anymore. But I remember in the border safety course, them talking, telling a story about a guy who had somehow found himself on a floating piece of ice in the middle of <laughs> one of the Great Lakes, <laughs> and who survived by. Well, I shouldn't say he. So here's he didn't drink his piss, but oh. what he did was he drank the snow that yeah. was on the little like fucking like iceberg that he was on. Right. He drank the snow and then he pissed on himself to keep himself warm. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember the story. So anyway, if you're ever you're, if you ever find yourself that way. If you ever find yourself in the middle of the Great Lakes, I, I don't know I don't know if you could do it if you're on the ocean because isn't wouldn't it be mostly salt water? Then you'd be wet and you would get cold. Yeah, but it's warm. Your your piss is warm when it comes it, it, out. Well though. momentarily until the wind chill. I don't know, Robert. They told the story. I was in seventh grade. And they told the story in border safety. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't think being out in an iceberg counts as boat. I don't think they. I. I don't. I think you're again, misremembering again, things. I no. Ask I remember vividly. She well. She was a year behind me, no, so she, she didn't get boater safety no until the year after I took it. And by then, the story had evolved. Yeah, I had a boater safety certificate. I so think I could, you're remembering so. it. Like I remember a dream that I had when driving to my home that I grew up in. I'm riding there and I see a sign. It says, and I might have told you about this. It says, "Do not drive on shoulder." Have I have I told you this story before? Do not drive on shoulder. And now, as drivers, we know what that means, right? You don't drive on the little side part that's there for like emergency. Do not drive on shoulder. Well, me as a kid. I thought it meant that if I fall out of the car and my shoulder is dragging on the ground with the seatbelt <laughs> holding me in, you got to stop. Don't continue driving. <laughs> Don't drive on my shoulder. So I mean, That's fair, though. So that's how I, and I had many nightmares about falling out of the car 
and having my parents continue to drive on my shoulder. And that's not what it means. And I think that might be the same situation that you've experienced where you talk about peeing on yourself in the winter to keep warm, only to know that it eventually turns into ice and you get frostbite anyway and hypothermia and die from it. So I just I just oh, no. Googled man trapped on iceberg urinates on himself to keep warm. And the first thing that shows up was from 2005, which Chat is GPT. way the hell after I was in middle school. Man urinates his way out of an avalanche. That's different. That would work. That's different. Um, but then it, as I scroll down, though, Mm-mm. man is caught on camera appearing to urinate into blah, dot, dot, dot. It says a major, a major Chinese beer manufacturer has revealed it is an investigative video of a man allegedly urinated into a container of ingredients used. To, so, so it, it's the, it's actually man turns self in after urinating on porch of army veteran. Listen, it's been it's been a really long time. This was in the 1990s. So think early 1990s. Things, things were different then. You couldn't get hypothermia from peeing on yourself in the 90s. Not that, no. <laughs> it hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> hypothermia <laughs> hadn't been. You know, you got It's like you got it. So, patient zero of hypothermia <laughs> had it yet. <laughs> Too funny. <clears throat> well, gonna, should I read this or should you read it? Uh, you I'll me. take it since you're still ta- you're still looking up your story. This one takes us to oh, our friends I, I, at I, Delish. Delish dot com. Oh, they they know all about the. <laughs> Uh, they know the, all about the, the urine. The hard-hitting news stories. Yeah. dot com. And I well, I sh- actually should let you read this because I know you're you're a you're a big partaker in the uh, the, the the food delivery services. Well, we so here's the thing we oh, did no. we did for a lot for a while. Yeah, pandemic. You were ordering then, you know French yeah, fries. But honestly, though, like it's so expensive. So mm-hmm. food is expensive as it is. Right. And then they mark it up like another 15%. And I'm like, why am I getting like cheap American food delivered and it's costing me $50? You could could go to a nice restaurant for what you paid for a big mess. Well, and so, and I will say, so we don't, we have not DoorDash nearly as much as we did like a couple years ago. During the pandemic, early on in the pandemic, we were DoorDashing the shit out of everything. Not so much anymore, though. As you were, though. Okay. Well, I'm just double checking. Have you George dashed any crumble cookies lately? We have not. Okay, good. Well, this one tells us that, for again, from our friends at Delish, where a Grubhub driver claims delivering a cup of urine instead of a milkshake was an accident. It's different. And you won't, you won't believe when the customer noticed that it was not a milkshake, Rob. <laughs> um, <laughs> rather, a cup of urine. Right. I feel like that wouldn't take very long. Well, it shouldn't, Rob, but... Oh, no. Our friends oh, at Delish.com oh, are going to tell us... No, they didn't taste it. The, they didn't taste it. The customer noticed the mistake after taking a sip. Oh, my God. Like, you got to know. How did it get that far? <laughs> you got to know. How did it get you that gotta, far? Now, it's Chick-fil-A, so it comes in the styrofoam, not. but you still got to know that it's... A milkshake is not going to slosh around in the cup. Not not very intelligent customers. No. And it's and it has that, that plastic lid on the top where you can see down into it. Or even then, but like the you push the straw down and you're like, Oh, that's weird. It seems like a really thin <laughs> substance and not a fucking milkshake. There's no cherry, there's no whipped cream. Oh, it must have melted on the way over here. Let me just chug this. A Utah man, and that's that's part of it too, has been left rightfully scarred after he received and they sipped to, from. They, they drink piss all the time here <laughs> in Utah. A, that's why they got to go down to Las Vegas. A warm cup of urine that a Grubhub driver delivered in place they of a discount there. Chick-fil-A milkshake. Caleb Woods told a local news outlet that he ordered fries and a shake from the fast food joint via Grubhub. When I started eating my meal upon delivery, which was just fries and a shake, I put a straw in my cup. That was delivered and took a sip. And like you said, you put a straw on it, you know it's not the right thing. I soon discovered that the cup delivered to me from Grubhub Driver was a warm cup of vanilla skilp. <laughs> <laughs> they, they would have loved to get some vanilla skilp. <laughs> 
He confronted the delivery driver, who had not uh. left yet. The entire conversation was captured on Wood's home security system. Did you confuse the cups? Because, like, dude, it's half full of pee. And you didn't confuse it either by drinking half a cup full of pee. You couldn't tell the difference either. Woods told the driver. He didn't say all that. I added that while holding the styrofoam cup Fair. in question. Do you realize this is pee? And and, uh. and how did he not realize it when you didn't either? The grub. I'm getting angry now. The Grubhub worker admitted to accidentally switching the cups. He said that he relieves himself in the cup in the car because of the long hours that he works. Wood said that some of his money was refunded, but he wasn't. Comp- but you're literally you're stepping into restaurants several times a day. They have restrooms there. Good, but maybe he figures he's going to get a better tip by being fast. Wood said that some of his money was refunded, but he wasn't compensated in full despite the disturbing experience. No word about whether he got to keep both cups. I think it. The order cost like twenty five bucks. They refunded eighteen. The actual cost of the food, they didn't refund. So for just fries and a shake, $18, they didn't refund the delivery tip or they didn't refund the delivery fee or the tip that I gave. Grubhub has since commented on the incident. We took immediate action with the driver and ended his contract with us. The company said in a statement, we're following up with the customer to apologize and coaching the representative who was previously in touch with the customer. Earlier this year, DoorDash suffered similar criticism when a driver spit on a 13-year-old boy's food after not receiving a sufficient tip. See, that's why I don't trust it. Food delivery companies similarly apologized in a statement claiming that while they empathize with the frustration of not receiving a tip, the behavior was unacceptable and falls far below the high-quality experience they aim to provide. Personally, I think I'll take a break from food delivery for a sec. I mean, I feel like you should probably take a break from food delivery <laughs> forever. There's a lot wrong there and on both sides. The, the delivery guy's got to know, again, it's sloshing. It's not a milkshake. And the guy who <laughs> put his straw in there and, and then put it close to his mouth has got to see that, one, it's not a, you know, it's not a frozen drink. It doesn't have the sour or the whipped cream. But sour <sighs> cream would be even better. The whipped cream. It doesn't have the cherry on it, and the straw goes right into it. It's just going to feel different. It's like when you watch TV or you watch the movies and you see them drinking cups of coffee. You can tell through the screen that there's no coffee in that mug. In this case, you should be able to tell that there's no milk. It's like a sixth sense, right? It is. If you drink enough coffee, you know what a coffee mug looks like when people pull it up. You can tell when there's no coffee in there. That's all I'll say. Off my soapbox. That's how you know we're... We're professionals, though. Mm-hmm. We're in the business. May not we know, know the secrets. We know we're the- in the business of drinking coffee on a daily <laughs> basis in order to make it through the day. Well, we're in the entertainment business, Rob. We know how their tricks work. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. In the entertainment you, business. Yeah, right. That's where I was going with this. All that's right. why you couldn't skip today. So Harrison had to wait for you to buy the Robux for his Roblox account. He needed to. He need. He needed me to upload some videos to one of his several <laughs> YouTube profiles that he has i'm crushing you guys in engagement <laughs> dad so can, can you just upload my videos he's first? got he's got videos with thousands <laughs> thousands of views tens of thousands of views <laughs> and by the way i'm the one that does all fucking work for it, it <laughs> he, he sends me he sends me videos that are an hour and a half long Oh it's like, God. all right, I need you to turn this into two minutes. <laughs> oh. And I'm in charge of doing that. But anyway, here, oh, here but, I am. So Kelly asked the other day, did I know about his Grimace shake? And they, well, I think last I knew, I said several thousand, and I think it was like 5,000 last I looked. He's at 13,000. Yeah, he'll be at 14,000 tomorrow. Like that's He's getting hundreds of views a day. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> anyway anyway here but we are now his buttery and delicious popcorn is only 124 views so it's it's the grimace shake that's doing it it's the keywords rob it's all about the keywords it, and that's that's like a viral thing is this fucking grimace shake and so <laughs> oh he dies at the end you know, I don't but he's been concentrating on his other his other youtube channels like bro 
like cook with Harrison's where it's at right now. So like you should make <laughs> more content. Like, yeah, I will. I will. He's got, he's got that. He's got, uh, what's his <clears throat> other channels? He does. He has, he has several <laughs> channels. He's got, he's got the, the cook with Harrison. <laughs> he's got, uh, Phillips family TV. Right. You know, he's moved on from that. There's mega tutorials and vids with a Z, vids with a Z. And so he, that's his, that's his, his channel right now that he's really been, you know, posting content for. But the problem is I'm looking at it. I was like two views, no views, one view, two views, one view, one view, two views. Yeah. It doesn't 21 come views, up when I search it. Five views, eight views, 18 views. I feel like at least some of those are us. So mega tutorials and vids with a Z. Yeah, no, it's not getting. Uh, it doesn't even. It's not getting. Well, that's the thing. So there's that. Quote Harrison, Cyan's channel. <laughs> Cyan's channel. Let's see. Let's see what he's got here. Let's see how he's doing with that. Your videos. Two views. No views. Three views. Seven views. Five views. Four views. Three. Ten views. Yeah, those double, don't. Three. Those don't even show up if I search them. Exactly. That's why. So I told him, if you want to be YouTube famous, Cook with Harrison is where it's at because there's thousands upon thousands of views. He's getting subscriber counts on the channel as well, yeah. and so I'm just like, dude, that's that's what you that's what you got to do. Just keep 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 uh, keep cooking. You know, doing food reviews and making recipes. Well, you see those guys that are always out there. The what's it, uh, Luke Foods and Wayne Wayne yeah. Dang or whatever it is. They're they're going everywhere. Yeah. So he's you know, he, and his his he would like to either be uh, work for a video game developer or be a, a social media influencer at one point yeah. in his life because all uh. the Gen Zers that's what they want to do for a living now. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, let's let's move on. We're gonna go to Dallas. Dallas Fort Worth to be specific, but a man who tweets about uh, the naked Dallas Fort Worth airport man, naked man casually walk past TGI Fridays <laughs> in DFW's Terminal C. Oddly enough, Terminal C. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> DF Terminal DFW's Terminal C. Right. Oddly enough, it caught the attention of the internet. There's no lead, no lead sentence or opening that could do this moment the justice it deserves. So here it goes. An naked guy Uh-oh. walked through Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport on Monday. It's really all you got to say, right? That's the story. DFW Airport police arrested an unidentified man Sunday, Monday, I should say, evening strolling past the TGI Friday's restaurant in Terminal C, which apparently has got to be the only TGI Fridays left in the nation uh, that hasn't closed out yet, uh, without a stitch of clothing on him. He's literally completely naked. Video recorded by journalist Derek Smith got very close to the nude dude. Waitresses handed the man who identified himself as Muhammad paper menus to cover his ass in his um, special purpose. I never heard of my dick called a special purpose (laughs) before. How about you? No. No, so his his uh his ass and his his dick, uh, <laughs> as Navin R. Johnson called it in the jerk, no pun intended. <laughs> Muhammad seemed to be giggling, and all smiles as the kind of wait staff escort as the kind wait staff escorted him into a nearby restroom, presumably so police could arrive on the scene. And this guy, there's a photo of this guy with a with a breakfast menu from TGI Fridays. <laughs> covering his his special oh. purpose and and he he's just got a he's all smiles he's having a really good time here <laughs> what's funny is this guy in order to get to the terminal he had a ticket <laughs> like he had a ticket to a boarded airplane right. that's the only way to get this far the only way to get into a terminal where the gates are is to have a ticket to fly on an airplane this guy bought himself a ticket got through a tsa no problem yeah and apparently stripped all of his clothes off yeah 
Well, that's why they won't let you drink on the airplane anymore. Maybe he was the one that that lady said that he was not real. They let you drink on an airplane. Right. I do it well, all the time. Well, I refuse to fly. I'm, yeah. like, I'm going to D.C. with my son. Guess what? I'm ordering drinks on the airplane when they come <laughs> around. It's not really known what caused the guy to snap and streak <clears throat> through the airport terminal. Perhaps it's some kind of publicity stunt for a tanning salon. Maybe TGI Fridays hired him as a way to advertise a new line of naked chicken tenders. <laughs> Again, no pun intended. Maybe it's he, he packs light. Ruby of Tuesday course, the internet had to get involved. Pictures and videos of the bare-ass man strolling through the airport <laughs> have been shared thousands of times on Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, and Twitter. What you hit people call X, formerly known as Twitter. It's not known what caused the man to go all, all natural in the middle of the airport, but airport police said they took the man into custody for a mental evaluation, <laughs> rightfully so. At not Jake Camp noted on Twitter that the guy, the naked guy's only crime was being naked in a crowded airport. It's actually a <laughs> nice change for, of pace from the usual airport incidents of people yelling at flight crews because they feel a ticket entitles them to be total assholes. And that's true. Jake I'm Kemp proud actually of you. said you know that. that. The I best part of the naked DFW airport guy is that he's just chill. He's obviously super <laughs> fucked up, but nonviolent. We see all these videos of people yelling at airports, fighting on airplanes. Not him. He just wants to make his flight with, uh, with a copy of a new Time magazine in hand. <laughs> Comedian Kathleen Madigan provided a note of empathy on Twitter to the naked airport guy that prompted one of her followers to, um, let's say raise the stakes <laughs> and she put, um, I'll come. So barstool sports had put, uh, I'll just have one beer at the airport before the flight. And then 17 beers later and shows a video <laughs> of him bare ass naked, just walking through but no shoes uh, the airport terminal in front of TGA Fridays. Kathleen Madigan said, I've come close to this. I feel you, sir. Sometimes travel is deafening. Um, let's see here. Uh, Lisa Soltner, at Lisa Soltner, said, I see your naked guy at the airport. and raise you a naked guy in the casino. Posted another guy who's walking through the casino naked. Paul Allen, a.k.a. the official Dallas Naked Cowboy, had come had some choice works for the guy encroaching on his territory. Even a naked cowboy's got to eat. Eli Mistal. A justice correspondent for the Nation's Magazine, the Nation Magazine, came up with a brilliant treatment for a Steven Spielberg sequel on Twitter slash X. Plus, it's been a while since Tom Hanks has done a nude scene. <laughs> and uh, Laura Can- Corbell Corbel posted an interesting, interesting theory on Facebook about why the guy decided to strip down at the DFW airport terminal. Have you ever lost something at, at an airport? You can probably see where this is going. And uh, again, it's, he's just naked. He's got the he's got the menu, the breakfast menu, um, uh, covered his interesting area. Um, Not that Munique Perkins was the official award for best local callback on Twitter. His callback doesn't include the video of the naked crazy plain lady, uh, Tiffany Gomez, as you might want to familiar yourself. Yep. Familiarize yourself before you read this post. Guy walked the DFW airport naked, butt naked today. And uh, it's the lady is I who, said. who said, that motherfucker, that <laughs> motherfucker back there is not real. <laughs> if you remember that, that lady who said that motherfucker, that motherfucker back there is not real. And that's, uh, so there's the story right there, Robert. Huh. Naked man. In in so many so many words, they talked about a naked man walking through an airport terminal with a <laughs> TGI Fridays menu covering his crotch and his ass. It seemed like it could have been a lot shorter of a story than it really was. No, and and you know me, I'm going to read all the words. <clears throat> yeah, I don't cut it short. I don't truncate the stories. If it's going to give me a you know a eleven thousand words about a na- man. Walking naked through an airport terminal at DFW. I'm going to read them all. There was both more and less 
going on in that story than there was the Grubhub. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm very confused. I finished my earthy beer that didn't have any urine in it, and I'm going to switch to the apple crumb from Three Notch, which I think I'm going to go to this weekend. It doesn't taste as, as earthy, probably. I might go there. Are you off on Friday? Nope. Oh. Well... I am because I'm putting on Christmas lights and drinking beer with Super Listener Dave. So I'm kind of off on Friday. I do have some stuff to do in the morning. The problem is, is that they're not, is the market's open on Friday. The market doesn't give a shit. And either does my boss who's still hosting a team call at 930 (laughs) a.m. on Friday. So I'm still working for at least part of the day. But yeah. I'm drinking beer and, and and putting Christmas lights up on a on a fifty foot boom. Yeah, I think I might head down to Three Notch. They got the barrel aged Biggie S'mores on tap down there now. Oh boy! So I might have to go down. That's where I got the. Nice. I've had more of the. What I had last time was the barrel aged barley wine, and I've oh. had I've had more of those to try to determine the flavors. And it, and it, it is very much like a bourbon where you drink it. Yeah, not to get on a tangent here, but that's what we do. You sometimes. can do that. That's fine. Or you drink it and you start to pick out the flavors, but it, it did have a caramel and it did have some other types of sweetness to it that I didn't notice that first time. But having it when I didn't, I didn't feel like I was on the spot to try to figure out what the flavors were. I was able to pick them out, and I and I quite enjoyed it. I might grab some more while I'm down there. Well, I want to pull the story for me faster. <laughs> well, the next one. Copy and paste it. Takes us to our friends at the Daily Voice. And I, I thought of you because, you know, I, I don't I don't go to the office anymore. One, because I, I didn't have a car for nine weeks. But two, because I just don't go. <laughs> but a Connecticut man accused of using police lights so he could get to work faster. Connecticut man has been charged with allegedly impersonating a police officer after he was found to have police lights inside of his Dodge Challenger. Charged. Charged so he could get to work faster. And and why? Well, I guess traffic is around here as bad as it is where he lives. New London County resident Michael Marshall, 43 of Groton, was charged charged on Wednesday during a traffic stop on I-95. According to Connecticut State Police, an on-duty trooper out of Bridgeport after observing the Challenger displaying several steady red and blue illuminated lights. So they didn't even flash. Run of the license plate found the vehicle did not belong to a law enforcement agency. Probably could tell. Probably a personalized plate. When asked about the vehicle's lights, Marshall admitted to using aftermarket controls inside the vehicle to illuminate the red and blue lights for the purposes of driving faster through traffic during his commute. Additionally, Marshall acknowledged that he was not a sworn law... Oh, I got a pop-up that I got to subscribe. Uh, he was not a sworn law enforcement officer and did not otherwise possess authorization for the use of the steady red and blue lights. Based Oops. upon information gathered during the investigation, as opposed to just his admission that he did not have any right to use those lights, the Challenger was towed from the scene and Marshall was then taken into custody and charged with impersonating a police officer. You're not supposed to do that. No. Marshall was released on a 5,000 surety bond and is scheduled for an arraignment on Monday, November 13th, which is the day that this episode comes out. Oh, man. I don't think Maybe we've ever we have to timed do an it that well. Nailed it. That's pretty good. Smoke shot's terrible, though. And why... I mean, I guess, like I said, if traffic is pretty bad. around there, like it is around here, you just want to get there. But I don't know that most people really want to go to that length just to get to the office faster. Probably not. I mean, yeah. I certainly wouldn't do that. No. Michael Marshall, 43 of Groton, <laughs> he yeah. definitely did. He's okay with it, though. He he, he Listen, he beats his own drum or right. whatever it's that <laughs> saying. Yes. Well, he was late that day. <laughs> and he had to pay five grand. Whoopsies! See, that's what that's what it ended up costing him, though. Yeah, because well, yeah, he wanted to get to the office a little bit faster. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah, yep. We we'll have to look that up. We we'll have to see if he uh, if he gets out of that. Maybe it'll be public records or something we can look into next episode. We'll know next episode. We'll keep an I eye on so. it for you guys. That's what we do here. Yep. 
All right. Let's see. We're going to fucking uh, California. SF Gate, Rob. San Francisco. Well, that's why I said California. Right. I was working on it. California is in San Francisco. <laughs> it's the San Francisco of Florida's. <laughs> California is in San Francisco. <laughs> Oh, it's not in Eastern Michigan. I know that for sure. So, <laughs> Alexa, how far is Eastern Michigan from San Francisco? From San Francisco, East Lake is 2,584.9 miles East away Lake. by car. When's the last time we asked Alexa a question and it, answer, it actually Early answered? Here. Earlier I asked it a question and it actually got it right. It went, it oh, went on. Oh, it did do that. The it did do chili. that. Yeah, stout chili. I thought stout chili would be like a thick chili, like a hearty chili. Like, like that's what it meant. But it said no. it was brewed with stout, so that's fine. I mean, honestly, that's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So I'll be honest with you. But uh, well. anyway, we're going to sfgate.com, as Robert had previously mentioned. Right. It's true. People do poop a lot <laughs> in, ride, in, in ride lines at Disneyland and Disney World. <laughs> and, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it sounds too disgusting to out to outlandish to be real. Disneyland Urban Legends of the gross out variety <laughs> that people are dropping trout and pooping <laughs> while they stand in line in line for rides. But unfortunately <laughs> for the weak stomach, this rumor is absolutely real. <laughs> Twice last month, posters on the Disney World subreddit commented commented in fury and horror about the cursed things they'd seen while waiting in line. I am in queue for Rise of the Resistance. Somehow, uh, someone let their kid take a dump on the floor, and they just walked out and left it. What the fuck? And I'm a pretty hip young mom, okay? Nope. One wrote recently, the fecal sighting was supposed supported almost in real time by a commenter who said they worked at the Attraction for the skeptics. Skeptics, this actually happened. It's a pile of shit, apparently. (laughs) Fun fact, this was one of the three shit-related incidents at the Rise today. At Rise Day, fun fact, less fun fact. I was there for all three of them. A user responded on another thread. A commenter bemoaned. The behavior of park guests at the park guests at the wildly popular attraction, Flight of the Passage. Bodily fluids no longer bother me after working at Disney, they wrote. Let's just say that the attraction I work at has what the cast ended up dubbing the poop hall because of the amount of times guests have gone in there and pooped. <laughs> even put up a camera and it didn't stop it. Good Lord, the poop hallway. Another commenter responded, adding, for the former flight CM, this absolutely gives me war flashbacks. I deal with the way too many. diarrhea. Dealt with way too many bodily fluids at the dang attraction. Two former Disneyland custodial team members have also written about the unsavory topic in their book, Cleaning the Kingdom, Insider Tales of Keeping Walt Disney's Walt's Dream Spotless. And the chapter entitled <laughs> Disgusting Things, former cast members and employees are referred to in company parlays. Ken Pelman and Lynn Barron revealed that there is even a name for such happenings. Human Code H. That's what they call it. Code H, according to the authors, originally referred to as horse crap. A Code H medic stonial worker needed to clean up after one of the horses pulling a main street vehicle did its business the term was later modified to reflect the bomb movement of the human variety <laughs> and in case you're thinking this is pandemic induced phenomenon palman and baron worked at the park primarily in the 1990s and early 2000s their nollier story turned back here if you're feeling queasy <sighs> although you did qual- unwillingly click on the article <laughs> about disney poopers so you're probably here for the horror stories Incur- occurred at Indiana Jones Adventure in Disneyland. There's a pair of individual use restrooms just backstage from the North Unload. No pun intended. Pelman writes, it was mainly 
for cast members, but guests could and did use it. A woman who did not know this burst into the control room for the attraction and deposited her gift right there. It must have been challenging for the ride operator to stay at their post and there before it was all cleaned up. Should you feel the unstoppable call of nature Uh-oh. while waiting in line, don't do what folks those folks did. Some rides with notoriously long waits, like Flight of Passage, <laughs> actually have uh, a restroom mid-queue. Just speak with the nearest cast member about where to find the re- the closest restroom. Even if you have to leave the line, you can politely explain your circumstances and ask to rejoin your party upon the return. The cast members at the ride entrance would likely much rather accommodate that courteous request than to have call in Jenner's for a human code H. The things you'll do for extra pudding. I mean, you know, it's the pudding that caused the problem to begin with. (laughs) The the code H. If I'm ever at Disneyland or World (laughs) and I hear them say anything about a code H, I I don't know what I'm going to do. That story was really long. <laughs> and I read every word, Robert, as I do. Oh, my God. The I, and I saw it, it, and I read through a bunch of it. I was like, okay, this is good. And then I never realized. Luckily, it. I'm drunk enough where I didn't really <laughs> notice how long the story was. I just kept reading. <laughs> Those done. Well, this one really goes in line with that, and it comes from uh, my friend Holly, who's a, a long-time Listener of the show and, and sends good things this here. Much shorter. This one is much shorter. I had to laugh. I don't know what happened, but but uh, it's from our friends at themessenger.com, which is let's see if it'll tell us where that is. The Messenger, election states, Ohio, LSU, Mississippi. I don't think it tells any of us where this thing is if you scroll down to the bottom oh west palm beach florida okay i'll take that again take us to our friends at the messenger it tells us that a florida man was caught on camera pooping while trying to rob a boat (laughs) (laughs) oh boy the 75 year old man apparently didn't take anything from the boat but he did leave something behind 75 year i wonder if he lives at the villages 75-year-old man in Florida didn't take anything after rummaging through a dock boat, but he did leave something behind. It was his excrement. And wow, looking at his picture. His splash diarrhea. And he got it all over his face. Michael Paul Wurzbicki Sr. can be seen on surveillance footage getting into a boat in the pre-dawn hours of Sunday, September 17th, while its owner slept. After being called at the scene, of a reported burglary at the Lashley Park Marina on Sunday. Officers say the victim told them an older man was caught on their boat's cameras rifling through their belongings. Thankfully, it wasn't me. Police confirmed the victim's <laughs> accusations by reviewing the provided footage. The boat owner also told the police that the suspect pooped on the boat and the dock during his burglary attempt and confirmed when the officers reviewed the security footage. The victim also pointed out the suspected burglar, where's Bicky, was also still at the crime scene and was sitting on one of the benches at the marina. Where's Bicky was then arrested and taken to the Charlotte County Jail. While where's Bicky, how many times can I say where's Bicky? While where's Bicky was at the jail, officers say they received another call about an Agent H. What was it called in the last one? Okay. Uh, Situation it was, H. Uh, such, something like that. All right, you look it, it was up. a code H. It code was a code H. H. Code H. I think that would be TTB 232 code H. While where's Bicky was at the jail, officers say they, re- they received another call about a previous burglary of an unoccupied car a few blocks from the marina. When they arrived, officers met with another victim who described their stolen items. The described stolen items were in where's Bicky's possession. Oh, he's a good boy. When he was arrested for the boat burglary, the 75-year-old man is now facing two counts of unarmed burglary of an occupied conveyance and one, uh, one count of theft in the first degree. No report about whether he'll be charged for the Code H. Punta Gorda is located <laughs> in southwest Florida, about 24 miles north of Fort Myers. Alexa, where is Punta Gorda, Florida? 
Punta Gorda, Florida is located in Charlotte County, approximately 136.7 miles away from Miami, Florida. Thank you. It's a couple hours away. If you're you so welcome. Miami. I hope you're having a perfectly perfect day. Well, fucking great day. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, that's crazy. I mean, as if, as if, you know, trying to steal a boat is it enough to, to take a shit. <laughs> To, to 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 have a code H at the same time. That's crazy. Uh, why don't you tell us about our last story, Rob? All right. We're going to our friends over at Daily News Reported. Right. Back to them. Where a man spreads peanut butter on his hands before slapping his not allergic neighbor in the face. <laughs> That's not very nice. It's not nice to do that. OJ, <laughs> California. Craig Miller, 38, was arrested by a Ventura County Sheriff's Department after another man was sent to the hospital in anaphylactic shock as a result of Miller's peanut butter covered hands. <laughs> Miller and the victim, Leonardo Amundsen, 33, had got into a kerfuffle over Miller's insistence on handing out Halloween candy that wasn't nut free, which yeah. I can appreciate because right. my oldest son. It has a peanut allergy, and we keep EpiPens at all times. Craig Miller was tired of being told that he can, uh, what he can and can't do by his gluten-free, vegan, non-allergic, ozone-loving neighbor. <laughs> he figured it wasn't his responsibility to have nut-free options uh, pass out on Halloween. And quite frankly, one of the one of the benefits to having a, ch- a kid with a peanut yeah. allergy is when you get all of the 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 the, the Reese's Snickers. And the Snickers that have nuts he can't yeah. eat them so I get to eat I'll all of them. I'll take this from you, buddy. I, it's for his health, right? He figured it wasn't his responsibility to have nut-free options to pass on on Halloween. Don't know if I had said that before. Um, he don't want his kids to eat nuts. Fine, <laughs> don't fucking eat them. But don't tell me can't hand out Snickers to the 99% of others that just that enjoy nuts, Miller said. Amundsen went to Miller's house to confront him after his children came home with several fun-sized Snickers and their jack-o'-lanterns. When the door opened at the Miller residence, a peanut butter lathered hand belonging to Craig slapped his nut-allergic neighbor across the face, which is funny but not... Um, I know it's fake, though, so it is funny. Uh, Peanut butter was rocketed up his nasal cavity, setting him into an instant anaphylactic shock, which, again, is is a terrible thing because he could die, but it's fake. It is. Would you you ever expect somebody to do that? To rub nuts not on their hands and just slap somebody? Probably not. That's a, that's a different way to handle the situation. One man was rushed to the hospital in response to EpiPens. Jesus Christ. And another and other antidotes due to the sheer quantity of peanut butter lodged up his nostrils. And the other was sent smiling away to the police station where even the police had to chuckle. He bitch, bitch slapped his neighbor. With peanut laced hands. Now, was it crunchy peanut butter or soft or smooth or whatever it is? I don't know. I don't think it matters, but hopefully, <laughs> creamy. It's called creamy. That's what they call it. Soft, smooth peanut butter. I don't think that's. I never heard of I that. I think they one. call it smooth, but I don't know. Smooth. Well, it's moist, funny. There were things in there. He said, you know, there were different little things at that Amundsen. So, almond. I kind of got that in there. Um, and then they, oh. <laughs> they kept saying the part about the eating nuts. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, oh, I had to crack up at that one. That was that one was, <laughs> was pretty good. But I, I can't imagine. I mean, if that's happened, of course, I knew, you know, I knew about, about uh, Colin's allergy, but I just, I had to crack up at the. It's, 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 it's all in good fun. It's fun. funny. I can't imagine if anybody. I guess they probably would, knowing that they somebody actually wrote this, that somebody would have done something like that. Kelly oh. <laughs> just texted me. Can you get the kids' fingernails when you come down? I said I'd love to. She goes, "That's the spirit." Nice hustle. <laughs> Vanilla scoop. 
Zuminel scalp. Scalp. Oh, man. Too plenty. Well, shit. There it is. That's episode TTB232, Code H. Code H, episode 232. (laughs) You can find us. Oh, no. On social media of sorts. I don't know. I don't handle any of that. It's Robert's territory. (laughs) Nobody... Uh, nobody's on any of the socials anymore, Rob. That, that we frequent because everybody's well, moved yeah, to other extreme sites. Yeah, well, we're not. We're not. We're not on the fucking what America. What? What is the? What's the the social network that uh, Trump and his MAGA friends? Truth made, Social. Uh, truth. We're not on uh, Truth Social. But uh, you know, you can find us on most of the main ones at at Two Bob's Pod at the Two Bob Two Bob's Podcast. Or something like that. I don't know. Fucking search it. It'll be there somewhere. <laughs> go to the two bobs.com. All those links are there. Oh, you, that's a good idea. You yeah. go to the two bobs.com or two bobspodcast.com. That should <laughs> direct you to the correct page all, these days. All of those things do. Not just Twitter. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're there. You can call us or send us an SMS, SMS text message. Like Tony. That's why we Tony had That's the real that. reason why we had to take. A week Tony off, from Eastern Michigan <laughs> likes to 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 message us at five five three good boyfriend. Uh yeah. I noticed that you had a phone number. We sure do. It's five three zero eight eight niner. <laughs> Wait, eighty two eighty two bobs. Eighty two five three zero eight eight two two six two seven, right? That's that right. It? Yeah. Nailed it. You can call or message us there. Right. Go ahead. Right. You probably won't though, because no, you're Sony. But I mean, you could Tony. Unless you're unless you're Tony, then you, right. you might. You will. You got nothing else yeah. going on. Yeah, he's he's got nothing better to do than to message <laughs> us most weeks. I think. Uh, too funny. <laughs> so what what day is today? So thirteenth. We're coming up on Thanksgiving soon. And we yeah. got we got we got not so secret Santa coming up too. So I, I've already been poking around and and making my list. So yeah, I got to I got to order some more. Out. I have one thing ordered. It's in here somewhere. Oh, I have one thing somewhere, and uh, I have to get some Is more it stuff. For that <laughs> I'm gonna ship you the dog. <laughs> you go boyfriend? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. He's my he's my buddy. Right. Um, but yeah. So and, and I won't be in town. So the the week uh, of Thanksgiving, we're definitely not going to have an episode. Yeah, no. But uh, yeah, other than that, <laughs> all right. Yeah. This preceding show is brought to you with joy by the two Bobs, powers of their own, not of anybody else in the world, because nobody else would fucking own up to this shit. And you can subscribe to our podcast or just go to the fucking two bobs.com, stop being a little bitch, and just own up and do it.